0: Are listening? You are the ones who are the ball lickers.
1: What we got's gonna turn your brain into shit. Why are you laughing? Slurpcast! Hey, I know that music. It must be time for the Slurpcast. Extreme, how are you today?
0: I am great. I'm not sure I could be doing much better. How are you, Johnny?
1: I would say I'm okay. I don't think I'm as good as you because you just set a high bar right now. You said you cannot be doing much better. So I'm I'm close. I think I'm close. I know you have some amazing things you want to get into on this episode, but we should make the Zlurp Nation wait, right? We should, you know, kind of just make them wait, edge them a little bit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, make them wait through that commercial break so we get all that good money coming in.
1: That's a good idea, actually. Speaking of commercial, did you hear the Zlurpcast commercial on the last episode?
0: which commercial is that Zomboy olive garden no the one the,
1: the one at the end oh sorry the one at the end about a slurpy bowl not oh. sorry slurpcast <laughs> yes. bowl
0: i did hear that that was yeah. Uh, amusing yeah it was it a would, bit of a throwback
1: it was a throwback to the old slurpy bowl commercial we had it you know years ago but i had to uh, you know cuz it had the old number in there that was like slurpy bowl 7 or something and now it's 13 right so i had to it is had to update that and then the dates were on there too so I had you know I just kind of tweaked it a little bit I had a guest uh, voiceover in that one do you know who the guest voiceover was
0: I don't but I mean the editing you did such a great job you couldn't even tell anything was okay. edited in there
1: cool thanks it was a, a former United States of America president that was doing some of the voices in there so yeah pretty cool I, you know what why don't we just play that one, one more time right now <laughs> The man,
0: the myth, the other guy? You know him as Extreme, and he's the creator of the entire Zlurpee franchise. From its humble beginnings of just eight people to this huge Blood Bowl empire it has now become, the Zlurpee Bowl is the tournament to be at this summer. Now in its 13th year, this event keeps getting better and better. They're sending people that have lots of problems and they're bringing those problems with us. Spend a
1: hot summer weekend with sweaty fat dudes. It'll be worth it. What up, Sean? There we go. They're, they're bringing all those people to Slurpee Bowl. We're going to talk more about Slurpee Bowl because I know you got a lot on your mind. You have some big announcements. We're talking about location and dates and all the specifics. Even though it's months away, let's get the hype train going. We should get into something else, though, because we this is a Blood Bowl podcast. Lest anyone think this is anything other than a Blood Bowl podcast. It's not a Dread Bowl podcast. Not a, you know, it's not a whatever it's not a GI Joe podcast extreme. Much to your it chagrin. It's not a you you wish it was at times, but it it's not right now. Do you wish GI Joe podcasts? Are you is that like was that last year's phase for you?
0: <laughs> no, I mean it was I'm still into GI Joe. I just not producing GI Joe content for other people.
1: Oh, oh for other people, just for yourself?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have a whole library of videos I made for myself. I go back and watch myself and laugh at how hilarious I am.
1: Oh, wow. But no one else is going to get to see it.
0: No, it's kind of like a Prince's vault of music yeah. that he had.
1: That's awesome. You know what? We're, we're going to learn more. Eventually we're going to see extremes vault. There's going to be a video in there of you playing basketball and it's like game blouses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got the purple, the purple on and all that.
0: Um, There's going to be doves in the background crying. It's going to be great.
1: And pancakes, too. Lots of pancakes. Well, I think we got to get into the tournament graveyard, so I'm going to play that thing, and we'll talk about the tournaments that happened recently. Brought to you by Ogre Guardian. When you're here, you eat families.
0: You are tuned into the Zlurpcast. The Tournament Graveyard.
1: Ah, yes, the Tournament Graveyard spooky music we couldn't get the count on that one. we got a count not the count do you know what count we got
0: i don't know what count we got i thought we had the count
1: we didn't no we got um we just got this uh lowercase c count just count he was gotcha. <laughs> he's a count he's not like <laughs> he doesn't have a name and i don't even have a funny joke for it so it's you know <laughs> A funny or non-funny joke. I don't have anything for that, so we should just get into it. There was a tournament, the Royal Open 5, in Kansas City, and I was supposed to go to it. And I left my house ready to go to it. Hit the road at whatever, I don't know, 7-something. And later start time, which I love, all of a sudden the (laughs) Interstate 35 was closed. I couldn't believe it. I was freaking out. I was pissed off. Usually, like if I bail on a tournament, it's because I'm like ah, I just don't want to go. But I really wanted to go. I was in my car and I'm getting out of uh, the Des Moines area and roads closed. And I rerouted my map. If I took if I got off and took side streets, it would add two over two more hours of time, and I wouldn't be able to make it. It would have been sort of a three hour trip. Went to five and fifteen, almost five and a half hour trip, and uh, I was pretty pissed about that, but. Oh well, does that ever happen to you? Extreme? Did you ever try to go to a tournament and you physically cannot get there?
0: Not that close. No, um, that's a bit of a bummer. I couldn't imagine what that would feel like.
1: Yeah, it it was frustrating. Really, I mean, because I, I I didn't want to give up. I really, I, I tried. I started to go different. I'm like, Wait, it's not going to work. It's, it's something happened with a semi truck and blah blah blah. And it's the frustrating thing is, you know, what if? I mean. Blood Bowl's important. Don't get me wrong. But what if I was going, like, out of town for, like, a wedding or something like that they, that it cannot be, you know, another chance at it, that kind of thing? I just couldn't even imagine because people were getting off at um, just random kind of, you know, side streets. And then back on 35, eventually, as you got into southern Iowa, but— it would have taken forever. I think it would have been like twelve thirty. The tournament would have been already round one would have been over pretty much already. So, um, unfortunately, I could not get to Royal Open. Um, but maybe next year, it's close enough and starts late enough where I can easily make that trip or another Kansas City tournament. And you'll probably eventually hit a Kansas City tournament. It's on your list,
0: right? Uh, hopefully, it'd be nice. We'll see.
1: Because you have you have like a not a not a not a, like a bucket list, but you know what I mean. You have like a list of different states and areas you want to play blood bowl in? is that kind of like your thing some people some people want to you know just hit each thing on a a map like different vacations you want to play blood bowl in different states right
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would like to branch out into new locations i haven't been to before so that's definitely a goal um
1: yeah have you played in you've played in st louis before right no oh no oh wow i thought back in the old days Back in the Law Quoter days, for you, you were maybe maybe no, head out uh, over there.
0: Law Quoter came to Indiana to run a tournament. Oh, And I played in
1: there, and he probably like, hey, when are you going to come see me? And you're like, I know, I know. Uh, <gasps> Cardinals. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. They actually don't <laughs> let you in that town. You're not allowed. <laughs> Um, I went to St. Louis once and um, I went to this mall connected to like downtown. It was called Union Station, like an old, old timey train station. And there was um, in the mall, there was these guys making fudge and they were singing these songs while they're making fudge. And there was a whole crowd of people watching them like making the fudge, making the fudge. And they were just like rapping new <laughs> songs. And there was a crowd of people watching them make fudge. I'll never forget that moment. Cause it just seemed like the greatest job ever. I mean, Outside of Zorpcast. that's the number one job and pays well. But number two would be Fudge Maker.
0: Mm, fudge Maker. Yeah. I could see that.
1: Yeah, were you a Fudge Maker this morning at all or no? <laughs> no, not, not yet. <laughs> okay, I was, and it's, it, was, it was fun. I sang as well, I sang. We have other tournaments because we didn't go to that one, but we should talk about the NAF live events. The Snowdown. The sh- sh- is it Snow? Sh- show snow. Or snow. I, I saw three different spellings online, and I the third one I made up, I put S-C-H-N-O down, like snowdown, but I know it's not that. Is it a snowdown?
0: Uh, the only spelling I saw was snowdown, so okay. I'm not sure where the other spellings were, but that's what I went with was the NAF Live snowdown.
1: So it wasn't a showdown? It seemed like a showdown. Right. Everything's a showdown. If, if, if there's, you know, pr- big prizes on the line, like at a NAF tournament, it's a showdown. But I guess it was a snowdown because some areas might have snow on that time. It's an online event. You play on fumble, but it goes towards your NAF rating. Do you like that concept extreme?
0: Um, I do. Um, I do like the NAF has kept it separate from the other rankings. So you have your tabletop rankings on the Online is a separate category. I think that's the perfect way to do it. Um, but uh, for whatever reason, the, like the putting labeling it as an NAF tournament makes it feel more uh, legitimate to me. Is this, even though it's the same as every other fumble tournament.
1: Do you consider that not real, though, because it's online?
0: Um, my personal belief for yeah. my own record? Yes, I do consider it kind of practice.
1: And is that because you suck at them or just coincidence?
0: <laughs> no, that's just a coincidence. Okay. I, I mean, consider all my, I consider all my online play practice and I suck at all of it. So,
1: okay. I know. I just, it's like a chicken or egg kind of thing. That's I, I think it seems like <laughs> if you did well in all these, you're like, yes, it's very official. And meanwhile, it's like, nah, dude, that shit ain't real it's just click, click clicking buttons and fake rolls it ain't real yeah it ain't real cuz it's 0 and 4 every time that's why it's not real that's what I, I my my personal opinion is that you think less of it due to your poor performance but you know what i i hope my opinion gets changed one day you know
0: yeah i don't i, I think i will always view it as um not as real as tabletop but yeah we'll see
1: cuz the the little men's you play with on a on a table is so real right It
0: is. That makes it so real. That's like my real... Those are my boys.
1: Yeah, it's so real. The 40 Miners is your famous and infamous, at times, dwarf team. So they are your tabletop team of choice, and they're also your fumble team of choice, correct?
0: Um, Yeah, any resurrection format on fumble, I try to have some version of the name. You can't reuse the name, so I have to keep mixing it up a little bit.
1: Yeah, when I put my team in, I screwed something up, and then... I wanted to name it exactly the same, so I changed the brackets around uh, N-A for North America. I put a space in between them just because, you know, I wanted the same name. I, want to say, I don't like that rule. You can't reuse it. I'm not trying to pull anything. I just, hey, when you screw up, it's like, oh, you're punished. You can, can never use that name again. So you went with the 40 miners, and you gave out um, six skills, roughly, right?
0: Um, let me pull up my team here so I don't mess it
1: up. Okay. I mean, since you did so bad, we don't have to get into it since you did so bad because you did so bad. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> uh,
0: four skills.
1: Oh, oh, because. higher tier team, right? Four skills. Yes. Uh, you had Oh, a de- no, I'm,
0: I'm a liar. Six skills. Okay. As always. It just felt like four skills. As always. I that was four. right.
1: Yeah. You had a death roller, right?
0: I did a death roller, no bribes or anything. Um, just because I had the extra money. Yeah. Uh, Two Mighty Blow Slayers, and then Four Guard.
1: Four Guard. That's a typical roster you could use on tabletop. So what's the difference for you?
0: That is a great question. I haven't quite uh, solved that riddle yet. Mm. I don't know what is so different about playing online and playing on tabletop.
1: Yeah. Did you get any misclicks?
0: Not really. You know, I can't blame it on that. And I do think that when I play on the computer, I like take it less seriously and sometimes rush a little bit more. Yeah. But I don't I can't blame that for everything. There's got to be something else going on okay. some kind of mental block.
1: yeah. well I think it's if the ratings were merged, you'd be more frustrated right?
0: Or I probably just wouldn't play online
1: <laughs> or not play Dwarves online. you would yeah. have you would have an online team, I'm guessing probably yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, So you didn't do very well. you did you win a game? I tied a game. that's not the question. Did you win a game? I did not. No, you did not win. So one, one tie and three losses.
0: Yep. That was my day. Wooden spoon? No, (laughs) I spent eight hours playing for one tie and three losses. Uh, Thankfully I was saved from the wooden spoon. There were 24 people playing. I finished in 23rd place.
1: (laughs) So the 40 miners have so many different awards and history with them. (laughs) I, I don't know if I know this answer. Have they ever won a wooden spoon? They have not. No. Wow. Were you actually scared? Like, because well, let's step back. I don't. I'm going to answer the question. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong. You weren't because you're going to say no matter what doesn't count anyway. That's online. Correct. Okay. Yes. <laughs> online <laughs> banners. You know what's cool about online banners? They don't exist. It's like bits and bytes and sprites, and they don't even yeah. exist.
0: It's all virtual
1: stuff. Yeah. An actual banner in the big house. You you probably wouldn't have printed one up, right? If you actually won. You would not have printed one if you
0: if I had won the tournament?
1: No, no. Well, I'll get to that in a second. If you won wooden spoon, would you have printed a wooden spoon banner for the big house? No. If, okay. The only
0: banners I print are championship banners. Okay.
1: <laughs> if you won the tournament, would you have printed a banner?
0: I would not, no.
1: No. Oh, interesting. I think you're just saying that. I actually think that's a lie. I think you would have printed no, one.
0: I really don't think I would have. I might have advertised it on my Facebook, but I don't think I would have printed it out and put it in my
1: Okay, setup. well, if that's the truth, and I'm going to say, I'm going to try really hard to believe you, then I appreciate your integrity with the banners and and making sure that the banners go with tabletop because that's real life. That's right. The rest is not real. I, uh, I started off pretty well. I brought the Ogrando Rage, my ogre team, based off of old-timey wrestlers. You know, good old Mince McSlam gave these humans a potion. Half the team grew to be giants. The other half grew to be little guys. And I had some fun because I got to throw snots around. My first game was awesome because I threw uh, Bex Booger, a Lex Luger parody there. He took out two guys and then himself got taken out. He only got knocked out, came back second half. And then he did a one die with a couple assists and killed somebody. So he was pretty great. I That's what I love about fumble with ogres. I'm not going to do all the math in tabletop. Uh, you know, I'll throw when I need to throw, but in tabletop to throw a snot at like a group of people, you know, group, I just, I don't typically do that in tabletop, even though I should, and I could Valid tactic, it's like ah, it's a lot of rolling and all that. Um, but on um, fumble, I just click buttons and see what happens, and it is hilarious every single time.
0: So, one of the things that I like about um doing things on fumble, and like you mentioned, that one specific player that you had the story behind, we have those stories on tabletop, but we don't keep track of like all the stats, so we can't say like after the tournament, this player had this many casualties or something. But in fumble, it's all kept track for you. I didn't so even you can go that. back and look like. Oh, this one troll slayer had all these casualties. That he had a great tournament or something, which you could keep track of that on your on your own. But um, I think that takes you to a, an extra level of dorkiness if yeah. you're.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know that happened. Now, if you played in a, I guess a resurrection tournament, it's the one tournament though. It's not you're not carrying anything because because every resurrection tournament on Nav, you have to start fresh, right?
0: Yeah, um, there's no reason that you. There's nothing forcing you to, but every tournament is asking you to start yeah. fresh with okay. a brand new team.
1: But still, pretty cool, though. Like you said, some memories there. Start off great. Had um, win and a tie, I believe. And then um, ended up with two losses. It was four games, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, and that I, is, you're exactly right. You won, you tied, and then you lost a
1: couple. Yeah. Those last yeah. two were rough, but what can you do? It caught up to me. It was It was fun. I don't care if I ever do one of those again, but I also would do one of those again. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's never going to bother me if I don't play in a fumble tournament ever again. I I could sit logged off for another five years. It doesn't, but if it's there (laughs) and someone says, Hey, you should do this, we're doing it. Cool. You know?
0: Yeah. So the one thing that I would change, um, I didn't look closely enough when I signed up for it. I was just in the past, I've done these tournaments and they start pretty early in the morning, but this one didn't, this one started a little later in the morning. So if I had to do over again, I would have joined the EU uh, bracket and started it. Five o'clock in the morning, or whatever that it was. Yeah, I mean, our time.
1: And and if you join the EU one, you might get twenty fourth out of twenty fourth, instead of twenty third out of twenty fourth. <laughs> <Yeah>, probably <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> something to shoot for next time. We had a couple of uh Europeans come to ours and start uh start wrecking shit a little bit as they as they do,
0: you know. But there were a lot of people from uh, my second son's fumble league there, so I didn't get to play. Oh no, I did play one or two of them. I played two of them so yeah. i guess that's a lie so i got to play a couple of them but then um there was a funny moment because we had our league chat going on our private league chat as well and someone's like oh i play this guy from australia and then a couple of rounds later someone's like hey dumbass he's from austria oh there's uh, some funny jokes there
1: so they're not the same it was place. they're not the same place no. they're not no. oh
0: what was I, the- as i was telling this that just wasn't that funny at all but what was the you joke? had to be there
1: what was the joke though <laughs> So that we're still... one of the other
0: guys is like tell them good day for me.
1: Oh, because they don't say and good day.
0: In... Right in Austria, then it becomes funny.
1: What do they say in Austria?
0: I have no idea. Okay, isn't Arnold from Austria?
1: Yeah, a lot of a lot of okay. um a lot of notable people are from Austria. Arnold, Hitler, <laughs> and no notable. Why you laugh? And um and Gunther from WWE. All right,
0: the first uh, Gen Con Bowl champion, I believe, was from Austria.
1: Oh, him too. So the I'm joke gonna... is Americans are dumb, just so I'm clear?
0: Um, sure. Yeah.
1: Is that, is that the joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I just want to check. I don't know. I Sometimes I got to ask what the jokes are. So in this tournament, this online fumble tournament, uh, you and I have both fumbled, so to speak, in our, our you finished skill. You've
0: been in 17th place.
1: Yeah, I started off strong, and I um, just, I don't know. It, it was fun while it lasted, put it that way. It was fun while it lasted. I gave... Five of my ogres block and one break tackle just in case he was a ball carrier. And I always gave Nacho, Nacho Man, the ball just because it's like, well, take him down. Good luck, you know. And I get one, one good dodge out of it. But um,
0: going into the final round, I remember uh, Amazon teams were dominating the top five. I think there were three Amazon teams in the top five.
1: Yeah, I um, got beat by one. I think it was three nothing. Um, they were. You know, I will say this and I don't, n- no excuse. I, you know, whatever it was fine for what it was, it was fine. I-, I will say when I initially signed up, I completely misread the rules. I didn't know it was still one skill per player or one upgrade per player. So my initial roster that I submitted before I had to redo my team and, you know, change the name and all that was, I had two ogres just loaded up. They were like, um, you know, block sure hand, I th- whatever, you know, basically I made two to be the, they do everything and everyone else does nothing kind of thing. And then I realized I can't do that. I was a little bummed out because it felt like playing ogres. I didn't get anything for my troubles. You know, many tournaments you, if you're playing ogres or a tier three team like that, you, and I didn't like, I didn't like the skill cap of one per player. I'm like, come on, man, I'm playing a quote joke team. Let me, let me stack them up, but that's all right. Well, before
0: we, Talk about the person that actually did well enough to win the tournament. Um, It is fun to point out you were the top ogre team in the tournament, and I was the top dwarf team in the tournament.
1: So a couple of one of one of ones, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about that. You could just say you were the best <laughs> oh, ogre sorry. team.
1: Sorry. Uh Extreme. Can you stress yet? Um, <laughs> Why you laugh? Uh, I know that uh, I was close to Stunty Cup, but I think a Goblin coach might have might have beat me by one or something. I think. Uh... <laughs> Uh,
0: halflings Halfling. were right above you. Yeah. That
1: would have been cool. Would have been cool. I would have put a banner up in my home stadium if I got a stunty cup. Um, but I don't have a home stadium. I don't have a, a banner. I don't even have a printer. So <laughs> 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 I guess uh, I'm not making banners. <laughs> I don't know. So
0: Largo FL one with his Amazon team. I'm assuming that's Largo, Florida.
1: Hmm. Probably.
0: Uh, the Witches
1: of Hemwick. Mm, yes. That is a Zlerpcast approved name? Uh, yeah. We don't care about such things, but just you know, stating it. 24 coaches, good time. That's that's it, right? So we don't have any other tournaments that we played in. Next Lurpcast, we should have some in there. Because it's, you know, that yeah, we, time of We year. definitely will on the next one. Yeah. It's the time of year when you just don't have a lot. Going
0: on, you know. You are tuned into the Zlurpcast
1: with the Dirty Player and the Sneaky get Brought to you by Nurgle King. Your DK right away at Nurgle King now.
0: Around the old world.
1: This is when we go around the old world. Sometimes we stay in one place. But then other times we go around the old world, and that's what this is. Extreme. We have tournaments coming up that we should probably talk about, right?
0: Uh yeah. I mean, it's there's quite a few coming up for this time of year. It's kind of crazy, but my schedule looks uh, pre-packed.
1: Yeah, you are uh, taking care of business a little bit, a little TCB. <laughs>
0: yeah, I hope so. Uh,
1: uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Taking care of business. Fun fact. I actually think it's Bachman. Everyone says Bachman Turner Overdrive. I'm pretty sure. I heard an interview with Randy Bachman. He's like, it's actually Bachman. I'm like, oh. I also might have made that up, or I dreamed it. But anyway, uh, (laughs) I might have dreamed it. it. I might have dreamed it. Thank you, thank you. I I tell a good lie, you know. To quote Judge Judy, if you tell the truth, you don't have to have a good memory. TCB's little dummies tournaments. Who are the little dummies?
0: You know, I I really don't know. This is um, I I don't even know. So this tournament is actually taking place tomorrow, as of recording. So oh, you probably won't be able to join me here. Wait, wait, wait! Um,
1: Hold on. You don't think you don't think I'm going to get this uh up today? May, well, even if you
0: do, that would be people would have to be ready to go and then get there. I just don't see it happening.
1: You know what? Now um, I have a mission. I have a mission today. I have to get Slurpcast posted, do a little, little tweak, you know, stream had a couple of, a couple of racial slurs early on. I got to just get those out of there. And then, um, <laughs> and then post it out there. But okay. So the little dummies tournament in Clarksville.
0: So this, yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, just over an hour South of, for me. Um, it's, Right. It's very close to Kentucky. You can see Kentucky from this place, Mm. but it's still in Indiana. Um, This is the first time that I will be going down to this store and the group of people that run it. I've never met anyone there before. So this will be. And uh, Alex is going with me. Other than that, I don't expect to see anybody I know at this tournament. So it's going to be a lot of uh, a very new experience. I'll be like the new guy going to a tournament for a first time um, kind of thing.
1: When you show up, you're going to like walk in, like expecting people to know who you are.
0: Not at all. No, Uh, I think they have seem to have a very strong league presence there. And I think that's I will be the stranger that shows up um, to play in their tournament. Mm. Uh, But that's okay because I want to uh, be friends with them because it sounds like they are going to try to run regular tournaments and they're very close to me. So if I can support them and have tournaments to go to, that would be awesome.
1: You know what's cool about showing up like that? You have no history there. You can reinvent yourself. You can you can (laughs) show up. You can have like a funny accent. They don't know. And then you got to keep it up. And you got to keep the story up for years. You know what I mean? You got to whatever you tell them. Be like, oh, actually, I just moved here from Austria. And they're like, you did? i like, yeah, I did. And they say your English is amazing.
0: The flaw in this plan of yours is that I hope to entice some of these people to come to Slurpee Bowl. So then they will see the other extreme there. And I can't be both fake and real extreme at the same time.
1: But it happens after. So it's like, wait, you you did all this? You just moved here from Austria. You played in your first Blood Bowl tournament in Clarksville, Indiana. And now all these people showed up to your tournament? Five months, six (laughs) months later, they showed up to your tournament? And you're like, what can I say? I was uh, top Austrian coach in Blood Bowl. And uh, just think about it. Think about reinventing yourself Then, last train to Clarksville. You're going to, you're not taking train though. Correct car.
0: No, uh, it's a, yeah, very easy drive down there. Okay. So it's a uh, three games on a Sunday, uh, which if they continue doing these Sunday tournaments, I know that's not good for most people, but it's perfect for me being close by. And Sundays are usually more open for me.
1: Is it a later start day then? <laughs> Yeah, I
0: think it starts at 1230.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you, I may be in the minority, but I really prefer later starting turn. Other people don't, but I I care less about getting home at a, quote, normal time. And I care more about, about not trying to drive at five in the morning. I just, yeah, I just, I'm not good driving that early. And I would rather be able to leave at a, you know, relatively normal time and just say, hey, my whole day is this. Deal with it, everybody, you know.
0: So to take that on a a little bit of a tangent, I'm the exact opposite. I would rather game or tournament start at like seven, eight o'clock in the morning if possible, which I know is unrealistic. Um, But that I think is one of the great things about tournaments is that there are tournaments for everyone, whatever you want. Like if it's not necessarily your cup of tea, there's another tournament out there that may be. And that goes for rules packs, team builds, like everything. Like I don't think all tournaments should be the same because... Not everyone's going to be happy with the same thing.
1: That's actually, a, you know, we talked. I think we talked about in the last episode about the the game has exploded, which means the the competitive and community nature has also exploded, which is a good thing because that means there's more stuff and you can say no to stuff. In the old days, I would say, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you felt like you were part of this tournament crew, like we had for a long time, this kind of, you know, you see. of the same people at these tournaments that we were going to in the Midwest, you almost felt like, well, I have to go. Because that's the only, I mean, that's the only one around for the next two months. I have to go to that one. I don't think that's the case anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you, like, felt obligated to go, but you would have felt like you missed out because there was a lot fewer choices. Like, if I don't go to this one, then now I'm not going to go anything for several months now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely more out there. Um, so sounds like a great event. Good luck at that one. Next one on the 13th of January, roll the ice, Chesterton, Indiana. Are you going to that one too? I am.
0: So that is on the other side of the state. That's uh, Northern Indiana. Uh, Brian Ferris is going to be running that. And the whole tournament is very heavily like snow and ice themed. There's a frozen pitch, um, that forces you to go for it as your players are sliding around. Hmm. Um, not the greatest uh, tournament rules to take dwarves to, but I'm going to do it anyway.
1: Do they have like special ice cleats they can put on?
0: It would be nice if they did, but no. So basically, the pitch rules: if you move your full movement, you're forced to go for it twice in that same direction.
1: So you have you to slide. you have to go for it all the time, basically. Yeah.
0: Or just not move your full movement.
1: I like that, because I go for it just for funsies. Just whenever. <laughs> I think that's great. Make everybody be stupid like me. I think that's cool. <laughs> cool as ice, actually, not only. Um, who's running this one? Brian Ferris. Does he have the day off? <laughs> I believe he does, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ah! and he, spells his, he spells his name correctly, too. With a y. <laughs> Look at that, for my joke. <laughs> <laughs> there we go that should be fun well you got uh man, you got a packed schedule it's i mean are you going to anything else that's
0: coming up i considered i considered another tournament in january actually but i think i'm going to go ahead and skip it it was a non-naf tournament in
1: louisville mm. do you want to touch on if that actually has an impact in you non-naf means probably not going
0: um, well, I mean, I was still considering it. If it was NAF, it would have, I may have dropped one of these other two and gone to that one instead. Cause that would have been a new state.
1: That's a debate um, right now online. People are saying, why does it matter? Who cares? And, and, and it's, you know, I could see, we, we could do a good dwarf, bad dwarf argument episode sometime on, and I yeah. can but I mean, you know,
0: my, my quick thing is I think it matters less than it used to, but it still matters.
1: Yeah. I think the people that, like I'm just generalizing. I think that I feel that the people that don't that say who cares just go to tournaments. Why should it matter? Doesn't matter. Naf. I think they think that the other side thinks it's a bigger deal than it is. The reality is, and just for me, I'm speaking of. I just want all my stats in one place. I don't care about the rules having to be tweaked to fit a, a formula. I don't care about any of that stuff. I just want all my stats together, all my, all my records, all my teams, So I see what I did at all these tournaments. That's all I care about. It has nothing to do with whether this tournament feels more important or is, uh, you know, someone said the rules are okay or I, I don't care about any of that.
0: The one other thing that um, having it being NAF approved kind of gives it a, a little bit more uh, legitimacy and that I can expect that it's actually going to go off and take place. And, you know, I don't have to like, pound people to make sure it's actually really gonna happen or, you know, show up after driving and find out, oh, we actually moved the start time up an hour and now you're late or anything like that. I, don't, I feel like
1: I think you're I think you're assuming that having that stamp makes someone forced to do it. You're either going to do it or you're no. not. I mean if if it's a NAF turn if it's a NAF certified tournament and someone just doesn't run it that day, that actually still could happen.
0: It could, but I'm, what I'm saying is, I think it's more likely that you're not going to have those issues if it's an NAf tournament. That that shows that they already took one extra step into making sure that this is okay, somewhat
1: legitimatized. Okay, I could I could see that. It might help somebody. I just think it's I don't want to ever have a reason where somebody doesn't want to go, but it's just you know, I just like all the stats in one place. That that's really it. Uh, other tournaments around the old world. It is the uh, Celestial College of Magic. Aerial Ascension in Iowa City at Critical Hit Games. Chances store over there on February 10th. It's the first tournament of the. Is it 2024 or 2524? I always forget what year it is. 2524?
0: Uh, I mean, I, I don't think we're using fluff rules years anymore because they're all screwed up. So I think it's just
1: 2024.
0: All right. Real life years.
1: Trying to have some fun here, you guys. Trying to have some fun. Unless Iowa is still, you know, trying to have fun too. Well, I don't know. All the politicians are in town this week. So, you know, we know a thing about fun for sure right now. There are seven Iowa tournaments and all of them are connected by a circuit because, hey, why not? You know, other regions have it and there isn't really one. Is, is that, there's not a Midwest USA tournament circuit. Am I correct, Extreme?
0: There is a GLAM, the Great Lakes area.
1: So that's, that's Northern, right? There's not something that consists like the middle of the country. I don't think.
0: Well, Midwest is such a weird, um, descriptive term, because if you look at Midwest, it's like almost half the country. Yeah. So many people call themselves Midwest that it needs to be broken up and mm. kind of,
1: you want to be, yeah, I mean, think, I, it, do you think you should be Mideast?
0: I, no, I, I like great, great lakes region. Okay. I think is
1: middle East. Would you be middle? Do you think Indiana is the Middle East? No, I don't at all. I think Uh, that's taken. All
0: right. But if, I mean, if one state has seven tournaments running in a year, I think that's enough for them to create their own series. I think it's perfectly awesome. And I look forward to seeing how well it does. Yeah. Especially since so many of them are going to be in the same location, too. I think that builds um, a lot of continuity.
1: I'm going to attribute this to. I would say two main things or two main people, really. Um, Tim Lyons, as far as an organizer and a a kind of a really good ambassador to trying to get things booked on paper, build some hype and all of that. And then Chance, having a store that supports the game. It sure is pretty nice having a game store where the owner plays Blood Bowl. (laughs) Not everyone has that.
0: Yeah, so the... Tournament in November that I went to was the first time I'd actually been to a store. I've heard a lot about it, but that was the first time I'd actually been there. And it's, I don't know, it's really surprising, like, going to a game store and seeing Blood Bowl stuff. all Like, not just product to be sold, but, like, things displayed, trophies, and, like, a store that really, you could tell people care.
1: Yeah, there's that section blood. towards the back that had trophies for their league and plaques, and then all the old giveaways. You know, when the flags came out, when they re-released the game, that kind of stuff. And you don't you don't see that on display anywhere. I mean, I mean, in someone's house you do, but not at a game store. It just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. So that's really cool. I mean, it's a great environment, a great game store, a great environment to play games in. And then uh, you're absolutely right with uh, Tim and Chance putting the effort into this. It, I don't think that there's any doubt that it's going to be a success.
1: Yeah. So Blood Bowl and Master of the Universe. So you had a boner the whole time. And. Uh, <laughs> I saw it, I saw it through the cargo shorts, I saw it. No one's gotten a hand job in cargo shorts since Nam. I think that it's gonna be a great tournament. It's a passing theme tournament. You're gonna to get a discount on passing skills and you're gonna get bonus points for completing passes. Now, with that said, I said on this ep- or this Zlurpcast that 2024 or 2524 is gonna be my year of chaos. And I'm sticking with it. I'm not go- why should I change my team to try to like, ooh, the rules. No. I, am I going to try to pass? Yeah, maybe. My goal is to kill all of the passers. And then <laughs> if there's time, if there's time, I'll have, um, you know, one, one agile beast man decide to maybe, you know, toss a lateral here and there. But it's a cool theme. Every tournament of the seven as part of the uh, Iowa Blood Bowl circuit is different. Headbangers balls in that. My goat L tournament's now going to be a sevens tournament. There are, are themes for each one, which I love. So that'll be a good time. That is on February 10th in Iowa City. Look that one up on the NAF site. And can you tell me about the Zinch Zinchies open? Uh yeah, I can.
0: It's gonna be in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, oh, Zinch. And... Oh,
1: I said it wrong. It's like Tennessee. Z Zichinese. No? How did you how do you say that I... word? You wrote it. How do you say it? <laughs>
0: I was actually going to uh, force you to say it because I have no idea. It is uh, Tennessee and Zinch mixed together, however you want to say that. Um, we can ask Matt pairing He's okay. going to be running the tournament. Um, but I personally have no idea how to say that correctly.
1: Well, as a as a chaotic word, you shouldn't, as a, with a human tongue, be able to say the word. That's actually—we yeah. shouldn't be talking about it. It's like the first rule of Fight Club. You know what I mean? We shouldn't—there was some—back in the old days, Citadel Journal days— there were chaos star players with names that you can't pronounce. We tried to like write letters and apostrophes and X's and A's all in there, but you know, so it's a tournament and it's in Chattanooga, (laughs) but I can't talk about it. I don't want to get possessed by a demon over here. February 17th. um, It is. uh,
0: There's blood bowl on the Saturday, the 17th, and they're doing a dungeon bowl tournament on Sunday, the 18th. Nice. Um, I will be attending the Blood Bowl tournament on Saturday, but I'm not going to be staying for Sunday.
1: You don't think it's important enough or you just, or what? What's the deal?
0: Um, no, I'm kind of making a family weekend trip out of it. So I'm going to spend some time not playing Blood Bowl with the family.
1: Mm. Oh, you're saying you're going to be there for the weekend, but you're going to have family time on Sunday because you're going to leave them on Saturday all day. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're half half a good family man. <laughs> yeah
0: a little more than half because we wouldn't have gone to tennessee if it wasn't for this so okay slightly more
1: you you are you are 60 percent good family man yeah not bad Uh, new new shirt
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking forward to it i think the the build rules are pretty cool um and the one like big unique thing Mm -hmm. you pick one player that's going to be mutating throughout the tournament so, before every game, you roll a random mutation for that player so it accumulates. So, uh, for round three, he will have three different mutations.
1: It's the same player every round he gets a mutation.
0: Yeah. Okay. And it, it can't be a player that you gave a skill to. Um, so, it has to be, you know, yeah. a starting player that just keeps getting random skills and stuff throughout the tournament. Yeah. I think it's going to be pretty cool.
1: I actually really like that. That would, um, you know, some people have complained about the Chaos Cup having that mutation in the last round. This one actually seems a little more, um, I don't know, theme appropriate because it's one player every round getting one. But again, like, like anything, some people like extra stuff. Some people don't.
0: The, the one thing that I really like about it, I think there's eight it's skills and mutations. I think there's eight of them. And it's like four of them are kind of offensive and four of them are kind of um, like for hitting and bashing. So you don't re- you can't really build one or the other because it's all random. So mm. you could get what you get.
1: You never know what you get. It's like That's right. it's like a box of chocolates, right? <laughs> sure. Well, that'll be fun. Um, so, well, good luck at that one. You have a definitely a full calendar coming up. Uh, yeah. We are going to get into the Zlurpcast exclusive, talking about Zlurpy Bowl thirteen. A lot to get into, but we got an inside the dugout segment because that segment's about us. And um, the real life Johnny P happened to join a real life game show, and I'm going to talk about it coming up. Brought to you by McMurdy's..
0: Ba da ba ba ba. I'm loathing it.
1: You are tuned
0: into the Slurpcast with Extreme and Johnny P, Lodging to a speaker near you. That's where we are. Inside the dugout. Oh,
1: Inside the dugouts. Today is Inside the Dugouts. I'm not in a dugout in Iowa or Illinois or anywhere else I've lived. I'm in a dugout inside of sunny Southern California because I was on a Wheel of Fortune taping. I went to Wheel of Fortune. I was on the show. It's still weird to say. It's still weird to say. Extreme, do you realize that about a year ago, I submitted an application and it went nowhere. And by the way, it was an application I submitted as a result of not getting picked for press your luck. That was that was the one I actually auditioned for. And I was I got far. I thought I was like ready to go. And it just that was it. Didn't go anywhere. So it's kind of bummed. I'm like, well, I've always loved Wheel of Fortune. So let's give that a try. They reached out, this was probably like June last year, May or June, and I did some tryouts, like um, it looked kind of like a phone app game. It's real cheesy looking, kind of like how like fumble on the computer looks the way it kind of looked like that. And you're playing against other people and the puzzles were somewhere easy, but some were just impossible. I, they told us that they wanted to see your thought process. They wanted to see you sound things out and be animated and blah, blah, blah. And of course I'm there just like staring at the screen, like mouth open, like, uh, uh, <laughs> because I'm trying to guess. <laughs> we're like, uh. and then I'm thinking, okay, I, I did not do the whole, you know, sound it out. And ch- and I also didn't get those right, so I thought it's not going to happen. And I didn't hear anything for months. October 23rd, it's my birthday. I wake up, and uh, like a lot of us, you check your phone before you even take a pee. And that's what I did. And I looked at my email, and I saw a very questionable email from Wheel of Fortune. It had like four different fonts and eight different colors in it. And I'm like, you know, I'm forced to take classes at work about what emails to open and not open, and what things. You know, it it failed all. Or, you know, all the checks. Like, wait a minute, it's not what. And I kept looking and looking, and looking, and then I replied and I just said, it was basically an email saying, you know, you've been selected to be on Wheel of Fortune. We're going to tape on November 16th, and I replied and said, "Is this for real?" Thinking, you know, if it was a robot, the robot wouldn't lie. You know what I mean? Like like a robot would be like, "Yes." I'm like, "That's exactly what a robot would say." Get him out of (laughs) here. But it actually, so I got a reply, and then I looked up that person's name on IMDb, and they were a a ABC producer or that kind of thing. Okay, well, that was enough for me. And so I said, "Yep, I'm in. Sounds great. What do I do?" And they're like, "Hang tight. We'll uh, we'll talk about next steps." And it was just like the craziest day because, you know, I was already like waking up for that on my birthday. And once I find out that, you know, get everything officially confirmed and all that, um, I said, so what, like, do I book everything? They said, well, you can, you can get the hotel near Sony studios in Culver city at their, their own rates. I have to pay for that and I pay for my airfare. But if you get on the show, no matter what, you're getting 1000 bucks just for being out. Everybody gets a 1000 no matter what, like pity, pity winnings, if you will. Um, if you don't get picked because they have extra people go, not everybody who goes is going to be on the show. So that would kind of suck, the idea of going all the way out there. That's why I also didn't tell a lot of people because what if I didn't get picked? Like, that would suck, right, to tell people that. I think I would have got $750, $750 if I did not get picked. My expenses were already eight fifty, so it was already like you know. But it would have been whatever the worth of the experience. So we, I get to, I get to the um, the studios with all the other contestants. There's 21 of us at 6:30 in the morning, and taping doesn't start till noon. We're gonna have five and a half hours just doing who knows what. We don't know at this point. We're just there, and the funny thing is, you know, there's these three producers with you and. You know, they tell you that, hey, there's going to be a couple of alternates. We're filming six shows. Six shows is 18 people. So it's, you know, three on each show. If that means 21 people total. Three people are out. They're They're going to be all altern- not going to be in. So I feel that most people there are thinking that the whole thing is one big audition. Like you're, you know, you're trying to talk to everyone. Hey, you know, and there's a lot of those. And I did a little bit of that. I didn't want to, you know, be so over the top. But they, they were kind of trying to make sure, like, I'm going to get picked. I'm going to. I later learned – they don't tell you this, but I later learned that it – I have a – well, I I don't know this for a fact. I I later thought this opinion that they pick three people from the L.A. area, and those are typically the alternates because if you don't make it on, just come back another time. You're right down the street. No big deal. That's what I kind of later think happens. I don't know for a fact, but I think that that way it's – okay, if you're flying out there, you're probably going to be on. You know, unless something happens, you know, someone's gets sick or whatever. So we get to the studio. They take us into the Jeopardy studio. That's actually where we did all of our practice and rehearsing and going through all the legal stuff. There's a lawyer there. He's talking about you know all the rules and this and that and all that. Um, side note: I didn't because we weren't allowed to have our phones. We had to shut them off and put them away and that kind of you know. Um, I wish I would have somehow known this. I learned later on that lawyer that came by. Um, I because I was looking at afterwards, I was looking everybody up online to like what else they they worked on. He was on You Can't Do That On Television. He's from Canada. And he's like 54 or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, if I knew, I would have talked to you about that. <laughs> like, dude, what was the slime like? You know. Anyway. Now he's like a like a studio, like a whatever, like a like standards and practices or whatever, you know, like a lawyer type and. He's there talking about all the rules, and then we're going through, we're watching some videos, we're doing some practice, um, going everything. Vanna comes out, no makeup or anything, just kind of like you know herself. Hey, everyone! Everyone's like, oh, freaking out, and she showed up early to say hi to people. I Thought that was really cool. And then we, at that point, they're gonna use this very scientific method to pick who gets on the shows and what shows they're on. They put all these names on ping pong balls and bingo style, rolled, rolled this crate around. And they drew out names and that's how they decided. And so they called me out. Um, I went by JP there because I knew that Pat is a radio guy. And I thought maybe I can hype that up a little bit to get on like the whole radio thing. And um, it's kind of funny. They start, they have everyone go to like makeup and hair. And I didn't get to see the hair lady, unfortunately, because I don't have any of that. (laughs) Um, However, I did think this was pretty cool. I'm, you know, getting like they're putting, you know, they put makeup on, even the guys and that kind of thing. And she put like virtually none on me. She's like, wow. Wow you have really good skin. And I'm like, thank you. And I told Heather, I'm like, you know, a Hollywood makeup artist said I have great skin. Just saying, you know, <laughs> you know. Um, and then I realize what show I'm going to be on. So they're going to film six of them and I'm on the second one. I'm like, perfect. That's great. So they're, they, they're going to film three shows starting at noon and then they're going to take a lunch break, bring in a new crowd, a new audience and then film the other three shows. And I knew I was going to stay to watch the other ones. I was going to go to this. There was an AEW wrestling thing that night, like a charity thing I wanted to go to. So I actually skipped out before the last taping. But I stayed on for, you know, all of them except for the last one. Um, just because, you know, I'm I'm there. Might as well, you know, watch. And the funny thing is, it feels like summer camp. It feels like you, you but all blended in together. Like in a five hour. Because you spend five and a half hours with these people that you're just talking to and getting to know. And now, like, I talk to them on social media. Like, they're just... You, it's a weird, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just because you're in this weird, surreal moment together. So it's kind of like this, um, you know, bond you have with these people. And you're learning about them and all that. Um, and when I saw who I was playing with, it's cool. I was talking to them the whole time. And I'm like, okay, cool. We'll, you know, let's have some fun. So then we go to the Wheel of Fortune studios. And at that point, we do a rehearsal show. So it's like a dry It's like a six or seven minute mini show we do with... Uh, like a fake Pat and a fake Vanna. They had these stand-ins there. And I had one of those moments, those like, you know, when you say a joke, it doesn't go over so well. Like they had like the stand-in for Vanna come out and stand by the letters. And I go, what is this, Vanna Off-White? And I like look over and like no one's laughing. I'm like, Why you laughing? pretty pretty good joke. It's like the fake Vanna, you know. And then like 10 minutes later, I was by a different group of people. I go, we got Vanna Off-White over here. And then one person goes, huh. I'm like, "Ah, you know what, I'll take it. Vanna off what didn't didn't go over so well, but we do that, we do the whole rehearsal. Um, I will say I was a little bummed because I didn't get to rehearse with the button because some of the rounds you have to buzz in. My rehearsal was just spinning and saying letters, and they, you know, they tell everyone, you know, yell out letters really loud. That's why I was doing that. It just, it's you know, they tell everyone to be kind of animated. Um, and you know, here's the thing they're talking about tips on how how to play, they're reminding people, you should buy vowels. Because not only will it help you solve, but more importantly, it helps you guess better consonants. Because you buy a vowel, now you know what consonant to guess next. And different things of, you know, focus on the board. Pat will tell you, don't look at what, what the wheel lands on. You don't have to watch the wheel. You want to spend as much time trying to solve. And, you know, giving you tips. They, they, it's kind of nice. They want you to do well. They want you to become. They also don't want people to be upset if they make a dumb mistake. So I think they are trying to prep everybody as much as possible. We go through all the rehearsals and then we uh, they bring the audience in and we're off to one side in the audience, like away from people. And there's like a stairway and then there's the you know audience part and they film the first one and that, um, you know, we watch them and they, you know, all of a sudden, but right before the bonus round of the first one, they bring us down to kind of go backstage, talk to the producers again, touch people's makeup up and all that kind of stuff, get our microphones all situated on us and then, um, yeah, pretty much bring us out there. The entire game I don't necessarily have to get into all of it. Uh, there's a really bad video online. if you search Wheel of Fortune 124 I was on New Year's Day episode. there's a video online as of as of the taping of it's like some guy on his couch with a phone facing his TV and then up at about 27 minutes in he decides to play music. I don't know why you can't really hear it like a k-pop kind of song. not sure why that ended up in there but whatever. Uh, but you can see kind of most of the appearance on there. I did win a trip to New York for seven days with tickets to a Neil Diamond musical on Broadway. So while we're there, we'll probably catch another show like Hamilton or one of those. And, um, that's pretty great. And I also won about 15,000 in cash. I did not win the bonus round. I was very bummed because I think it was something I would have gotten on my couch because everybody gets everything at home. Right. And the hard part was while we were in the rehearsals and throughout you know all the practice games, I was just killing it. I was getting it before all the other contestants on everything. And on the show itself, I was in the moment because I, I felt like I knew what was going on. I will say this though, when it's other people's turn, it's kind of like blood bowl in a weird way. When it's someone else's turn, I could think more clearly about what I, what I want to guess, what I think it might be and that kind of thing. The moment you're spinning and it's your turn, your brain does kind of just go blank. It's really weird, uh, just a, like an adrenaline feeling. Because unlike Blood Bowl, you know, unless you're playing with a timer, you're just you're just playing. But I will say this: when it came time to spin, you know what was actually going through my mind? Spin the wheel hard, not to like you know show how strong I am, but to basically try to squeeze out an extra second to think. <laughs> I, was, I actually thought I was trying to think like strategy in my head, like well. I spin it hard, it spins for longer. If it spins for longer, I get like a whole extra second to think about it. Just stupid stuff like that. I don't even know why that goes through your head, but and then, um, you know, I got a few of those. When I got to the bonus round, I went really blank. It it was 10 seconds. That could have been 10 hours. It, it, it was like I was frozen in time on a different planet and I was just saying dumb stuff. I didn't even know what it was and um, that was frustrating because that would have been 40,000 bucks that I would have won and You'll never we'll never know. Right. If I would have gotten it, whatever. But it is just so much different because here's the thing between rounds and the commercial or between um, segments, you come down for commercials and it's longer than a real commercial. It's like five minute break. So the whole taping, instead of being a 22 minute show, it's, you know, it's like 45 minutes because you're taking longer between and commercials. And they're touching, you know, makeup up and talking to people and producers are in your ear and they are saying things like, OK, make sure to clap the whole time, but don't clap up by your chest. That's where the microphone is. Clap down here and then don't look there. Don't look at the wheel. Pad will tell you, look, the crowd. Don't look at the crowd. Look at, the, at that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And all these things going through your head. And then like, of course, have fun, have fun, you know, and it's very nerve wracking. Those those commercial breaks because it just it adds the, the tenseness of all of it. Once I won my first prize and I won the the trip and the money the, for the big one, that was like huge relief because I didn't care at that point what hap- what else happened. I could have been done. I'd have been like, you know what I got? I think it was like on that one puzzle would have been the trip and about seven grand. I'd be like, I'm fine. That's, I'd be fine right there. But it, that once that happened and I remember even asking one of the other contestants, I was like, did that, I have all that, right? Like no matter what, that's mine. They're like, Oh, she's like, Oh yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, because that just, that moment was kind of freaking me out. And then, of course, you know, add a little extra gravy on that. But uh, quite an experience for sure. You know, we're out on the Sony lot and someone's like, did you hear Shaq was here? And I'm like, where's Shaq? That'd be cool. I'm like, you can't blend in. He yeah, obviously we would notice if, if Shaquille O'Neal was there, but I didn't see him, unfortunately. I did sit in an Uber that Michael Strahan was in and it was still warm from his butt. So that was kind of fun. I got to, <laughs> I got to sit in Michael Strahan's um, ass aura. So that's cool. <laughs> So yeah, extreme was pretty wild time. You're obviously you're next. We got to get you on there.
0: Sure, I don't think I would do nearly as well as you did. It was a lot of fun watching you though.
1: Thank you, thank you. I think you would. You can guess puzzles. You know, it's uh, it. I always liked Wheel of Fortune because because you know you, you watch it as a kid and then it's still been on this whole time because it just felt like, like. I never thought it would be good at Jeopardy. I think that's too hard for me. But Wheel of Fortune is all just like word puzzles, and that just. Usually something I was more into than anything else. And I also, you know, those game shows. I mean, there was like professional game show people on this. There was one lady who was on the pyramid. One lady who was on Deal or no deal. And it's just, it's just crazy that this is like a, it's a big deal for anybody. But there are people that like with anything, even when I was an extra, I did that Chicago fire thing years ago. There were professional extras. Like it's, it's just a whole world. So yeah. Um, so with my winnings extreme, I probably will be able to attend Slurpee people. Oh, excellent.
0: I was, I'm glad I was, to hear
1: it. I was actually on the fence.
0: Yeah. The fence. It's too bad that that wasn't the trip that you went. A trip to slur <laughs> people
1: you know, You know, it's funny. So when I started walking out to the, the, in the studio or in the actual, like, you know, Wheel of Fortune studio part, I look over because there's, um, there's like a, I don't know, I don't know which one you want to call it. It's kind of like by the cameras. It's not notes, but just information. I don't know what else to call it, but it said Chicago on there. I don't know if that meant it was there was going to be a trip to Chicago and they took it off because I was from there and they want me to win it or if it was a reminder to Pat to talk about that because he asked me, oh, you're from that, you know, sports and blah, 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 you know. And I don't – but then I was actually thinking, oh, I hope I don't win a trip to Chicago because I've done that so many times, you know, of all things to win. And it was New York, so I was I th- extremely happy.
0: I think that was on – the trip to Chicago, I think, was on, like, the first puzzle, and then it changed to
1: New York. Okay. Maybe that's what it was then. Because there was. So this is the other funny thing, too. I forgot to mention. In those between-round things, there's there's three guys out there. They're, like, recalibrating the wheel. They're, like, moving things around, doing everything because you can't touch it. The lawyer's always there watching everything. But there's also a guy working there, and his job is to wipe down the spokes in the wheel, like sanitizer. <laughs> And it's really weird because everyone's shaking hands, everyone's hugging, everyone's on top of each other, everyone's in their face. You're, you're So it, it can't be for COVID or anything. It probably was created for that, wipe it down, but it's just kind of funny that everything else is fine, whatever, you know what I mean? We're all shaking hands and, you know, up, up in each other's face and then it's, hold on, spoke man he's like each like each one on each one there i'm like oh man i was telling one of the guys i'm like must be a union guy they're like yeah it's like we can't start the show till he hits every spoke on that wheel uh the wheel itself pretty tiny it ain't what you see on tv that's for sure it is probably about half half the size of what it feels like it's still like a large wheel but it's not like ridiculous large because they zoom in on that camera right up above but um, everything's smaller as always, you know. And uh, yeah, so it was not a trip to Slurpee Bowl. It would have been cool, all expenses paid, you know. Um, I would imagine that the New York trip's probably worth a little more. Uh, probably, yeah. You know, and it, hey, it's, you know, it's no one's fault, extreme. A Neil Diamond uh, play on Broadway cost more to go to than Slurpee Bowl. Um, a hotel in Manhattan costs more than a hotel in Indianapolis. It, it's okay. I would have been happy with either one, either either trip. I would have been happy with, but I think this one worked out for the for the bank account a little little better.
0: I th- yeah, well, little congratulations!
1: Better. Thank you, thank you. I think it did really well. Thanks. Experience of a lifetime for sure. And they already added me added it to my IMDb, so that's on there, which is they did it automatically, which is kind of nice. Add that to the list. From Bozo Show to Wheel of Fortune and everything in between, we got it covered. <laughs> well. My next appearance will be as Zlurpee Bowl, and it may be filmed. I don't know. Speaking of this amazing Zlurpee Bowl coming up, it's not really coming up. You're, you're building the hype very early extreme. That's a lot to, you know, but in the spirit of hype and bringing back the hype that we may not have as much as we did in the past— we should get to the ZLURPcast exclusive right now.
0: You are tuned into the ZLURPcast, your source for Blood Bowl discussion in the States. Brought to you by Spiky.
1: Just kill it. And now, a exclusive. So you have some news, Extreme. What is the big exclusive that you didn't already leak exclusive. online first, everybody? <laughs> you jerk. Save it for the show, Extreme. Come on. <laughs> I, future
0: updates, I'll say for the show. That's just I'm too excited. Will
1: Future Bleed have those updates?
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, the big news is that um, we have a date and a location. Um, so, th- those are important things to have when running a tournament. And that has all been secured and is officially set up.
1: You have a date? So, so I mean, I do. I assume Jenny was your date. Is that not the case?
0: She is. Okay. Yes, she will be my Zlurpee Bowl date.
1: Okay, you mean a, an actual date of the event? Correct. Yes. Um, it's not 7-Eleven because you it had that not, before. Zlurpee, no. 7-Eleven day. You had that before, right? But yeah, m- you know many did. times. Yeah, I mean it's like a Wednesday now, probably. You don't. Know. You can't plan that. That'd be kind of funny though. Have a blood bowl tournament like on a random Wednesday. Like starting at <laughs> sure. starting at like like two o'clock. And then nobody shows up and you get your own prize. Kind of fun. What is the date of Zlurpee Bowl 13?
0: August 24th and 25th. 824,
1: 825. Mark your calendars for the return of the record-setting Independence Blood Bowl Tournament in North America. One of the few that are still six games. It's a marathon. It's for the best of the best of the best who can also down a 44-ounce lurpy in a matter of seconds. That's who it's for. And also everybody else.
0: Yeah, everybody else too. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, but it's going to be at the Greenwood Game Preserve, uh, which is in Indianapolis. Uh, very close to Greenwood, but not in Greenwood. I don't know why they're the Greenwood Game Preserve, but they are.
1: It's not in Greenwood? Um, it's in Indianapolis.
0: Right. It is in Indianapolis, but it is very close to Greenwood. Uh, the original location was in Greenwood, so maybe they just kept the name. Yeah, uh, I get it. Um, um, but it's an awesome store with plenty of space for us to play, and um, that's where we're going to play.
1: In the old days, we had a tournament there, and it was, you know, a normal game store. I'm guessing they must have expanded to create a game area now, right?
0: Um, yeah, so I know we if we go way back. um we had tournaments there in their original space and they it was pretty cramped in the back room. Was that like Frost, Frosty Bowl
1: back in the day? Frosty, yeah. Frosty yeah, Bowl. That was,
0: <laughs> yeah. So the, there wasn't a whole lot of space, but we made it work. Um, now is very different. Now, basically, the store next to it in the strip mall, um, they've combined with, and that whole extra store is all gaming space.
1: Mm. What was the store before there that they bought out?
0: I believe it was a... Uh, Exercise equipment, like sold treadmills.
1: Oh, okay. I was just wondering if it was like, you know, because there's, I was always funny to see what, like, the power that game stores have to, like, annex another building. You know what I mean? Just take it over. Like, are we (laughs) kicking out, like, like a, you know, like a vape store? Are we kicking out, you know, like a restaurant? So
0: so the vape store will be one space over from the gaming store. Oh, there
1: is one there. I was, okay. I was wondering. Okay.
0: And, And on the other side of the game store, the other neighbor is a New Balance shoe store.
1: Oh, perfect for us. <laughs> so, you know what's funny? To... <laughs> I've actually graduated from NB Wides to the slip-on sketchers that have no laces whatsoever, and your feet can get as fat as possible in those. I love it. <laughs> those are they're like slippers. I love it. Um, so everything you need is there. Is there a like, um, do you anticipate like a like a local bar or restaurant people are heading to over there afterwards? Do you anticipate like kind of some, some nightlife after the games?
0: Um, So I'm not going to organize anything official. I'm going to put together a list of options and ideas for people to be on their own Uh, for lunch or dinner. There is a Portillo's close by for people that kind of like that. uh, Portillo's feel with their tournaments.
1: Uh, Portillo's would be great. Um, I definitely will have lunch there. Um, Any strip clubs? Just wondering people have asked.
0: Yeah, it is not too far away. Mm-hmm. And you do have to drive downtown a little bit um, to get to the, a decent one. So, um, so there I, are a couple of. Ho-
1: uh, sorry, I was going to say, I was checking these Pass mailbags and um, it was uh, Fat Dot Finley at Hotmail asked if there were strip clubs nearby. So.
0: Oh, OK. Yes, that's yes, for <laughs> sure. Um, I believe there was a, a Gavin. um uh, I'm sure she's not there anymore, but it was a big fan of peaches at a certain strip club. When oh,
1: he came to town. Gavin like peaches, huh? Yeah, you don't think she's there anymore? I don't think so. That was a long time ago. <laughs>
0: he's a changed. I hope man. she's not there anymore.
1: <laughs> he's a, he's a changed man. Hey, maybe it's Peach's as daughter. <laughs> oh, <man>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I will have um, a lot more information coming out as far. I know what people really want is the rules pack and things like that. We've submitted the tournament for NAF approval, and once that's done, then I'll release um, official things. I have teased out um, star player cards for. Zorbis and Chaz, who is uh coming out of retirement. Yeah. Um
1: Ch- Chaz so. is the uh Chaos Cup mascot early on when I well when I was running Chaos Cup. Hey guys, this is Chaz. And you know, he didn't know who his dad was. So it was one of the Chaos Gods, knocked up his mom at some point. That's the story. And um I don't know if we're gonna have like a moment where like extreme will be like Mori Povich and like he's got like maybe four people on the <laughs> stage and he's like and who is Chaz's father? And then like it's like you know Jeff Rowe, you are not the father, and he's got to do like a little break dance move. Um, that'd be kind of <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. Um, and so Chaz is coming as for the first time ever, Chaz is going to be a playable character because he was he existed, but he never existed on the tabletop. Correct?
0: Yeah. So he's going to be a playable character, but you're not going to be able to hire him. Um, so what does that mean? I haven't really uh, revealed that yet, but he will be in action as Slurpee Bowl along with Slurpis.
1: And you don't want to reveal anything on this, your own podcast that you should actually reveal things on that you don't want to, uh, you want to put things online <laughs> for all your friends online, but not for your old school friends. Got it. Your blood bowl friends. Okay. Okay.
0: You know what? I, no, you've convinced me. I think I'm going to do this okay. right here, right now. Wait, hold We're on. We're going to do I, a
1: lot. I got to play. Zlurpak exclusive again. Hold on, I'm gonna put the thing in one more time. And now, Zlurpak exclusive. There it is. It, okay, it's an exclusive within the exclusives, like Inception. You know what I mean? Now, what is this exclusive exclusive?
0: Okay, so before we get to the exclusive exclusive, oh, I kind of have man. to set. Um, I have to set the environment a little bit. So Zlur people in the past, the final round has been a grudge match round where if you're not playing at one of the tables playing for awards um you kind of get to pick your opponent within reason so throughout the weekend you kind of uh build some grudges and you say hey i want to play these guys and it kind of gives you that fun game to go out on uh we're doubling down and making it even more fun this time so if you're not playing for first through fourth place or for um the for the love of the game award or any of the other special tables that we have, then you're in the grudge match round and those grudge match rounds will also have an additional rule where before you uh, sit down to play the game, you flip a coin and that will decide whether Zlurpus or Chaz plays for your team or your opponent's team. Mm -hmm. So the entire grudge match round will not just be the two coaches having a grudge, but will be the grudge of Lurpus versus Chaz.
1: So are you thinking that, Half the coaches are going to have Chaz. Half will have Zlurpus, And it's almost like a game within a game there too, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So in this final round, you'll be kind of representing Team Chaz or Team slurpus and doing the best you can for that. And I'm going to have a lot of uh, spot prizes for that last round, too. If you do fun things with Chaz or Slurpis, you can get different prizes as they go along. And Slurpis is um, once a game special ability. I definitely want to witness those blocks as much as I possibly can if I'm not busy.
1: Yeah. I wonder if we should almost... Uh... Have people somehow, you know, flag you down so you can make sure you see all the coolness. Because I know you want to probably do your best to either, if not document, maybe just remember. And so you can talk (laughs) about stuff, right?
0: Yeah, and so for people that haven't seen Zlorp's uh, one-time special ability, um, the places that I've been releasing um, all the teases and information for Zlorp people, um, these there's a Zlorp people Facebook event, and I've been putting them on Discord on the Zlorp cast. Um, Discord has a channel for Zlorp people, and then also on the uh, US NAF tournament thing. I've been posting stuff there. And I will be posting it other places as well. So hopefully everyone sees this. But if you haven't seen it yet, Slurp says once a game special ability is Chug a Slurpee. And before he declares a block, he gains the brawler, mighty blow, pile driver, and dirty player skills. Yeah. So he's only a strength two player, but he starts with Dauntless. So if you can set up one awesome block for him, after he chugs his Lurpy, you know, he goes crazy and he's ready to really lay it into this person.
1: So that's like a I'm gonna take out your star player this turn.
0: Yeah, hopefully. You know, it's uh he's all jacked up on Slurpy and he's ready yeah, to go.
1: He's all jacked up on Slurpy. Is that did you do that because years ago you chugged a Zlurpee at Slurpy Bowl, but you had no effects. slurpus gets more powerful when he chugs him. Is that kind of he, he has secret <laughs> sure. ingredients, you obviously don't. You had you had yeah placebo. I, I was
0: missing a secret. Ingredients,
1: yeah, so some um, people remember Z- Zlurpus Zambashki from old Slurpy bowls as a star player you can hire. He was a zombling a little guy. Mm-hmm. It's been how many years now he's not gonna not grow,
0: right? yeah, so he's um along with all other blood bowl miniatures, he's grown a little bit to be more in his scale with those because uh the old Zlurpus now looks like a football compared to what we're playing well, with. He these was days.
1: like he was like three. you know what I mean. <laughs> He was, a, he was a toddler on the Blood Bowl pitch. Now at least he's, a, I don't know, a teenager maybe?
0: Yeah, so he's gone through a lot in the years that the tournament's been missing. Um, he Most of his skills and stat line are the same, but he has lost region. I kind of see that as like him, you know, things are winding down. It's harder to kind of regenerate, if you will, after big injuries.
1: So, maybe, maybe it was almost like, um, you know, like in Quantum Leap, they say his next leap is the leap home. His, his most recent regen was the one like, he's now a real boy. You know what <laughs> I mean? he's, He doesn't, he's, he's, he's real. He's alive now. He's not, you know, undead. He's alive.
0: Right. So um, the other news that goes along with the two, st- um, two star players that will be in the grudge match round, everyone attending the tournament will get a model uh, for each of the two players for Chaz and slurpus
1: Oh, everybody gets both.
0: Yes, everyone Whoa, will get both. That's and, pretty nice. and the way the models are posed, um, if you want to create a diorama with them, they are set so they can actually be facing and it looks like they're attacking oh, each
1: other. Oh, that's really cool. That's awesome. Um, are the images that you posted on Discord and Facebook, are those what they're going to look like? Or are those kind of like mock-ups?
0: Those are the... Um, that's the 3D image of what the miniature will look like. Um, so obviously, once you get it printed, it looks... You lose some of the details, but the printing of them I've seen look pretty damn close.
1: Yeah, but that's that's what they supposed. That's great. Very cool that everyone's going to get um, usable star players in that final grudge match round, and also a fun memento to keep for future Slurpee bowls. Because I'd imagine if you you know continue the same rules again, it's like well you've you've got the models. Bring bring your models back. You ain't getting you ain't getting new ones next. Are you gonna you wouldn't? Because I mean. Right. If you haven't already painted them up, probably want to use those for future ones. Yes. There are several
0: things that I'm holding back this year that I'm not doing that I have done in past Slurpee Bowls. um, But I kind of see this as a stepping point where we will build on this. So there will be rules and ways to use these models in Slurpee Bowl 14 and going forward.
1: That's awesome. So you've got six rounds. We know that. We know that is going to be a grudge. Let me ask you, on the one to four tables, are they not getting Chaz and Slurpus to use?
0: They are not, now. Okay. Um, So this is something that um, I know the both young guys talked about with Chaos Cup, and it's something I've believed for a long time, too. But it's kind of, and I don't want to say that there's a right or wrong answer. I think it goes back to what I mentioned earlier. There's um, different things that different people like in tournaments, but it's not going to turn you away. Um, but one of the things I do like is not changing the game that you've played for five rounds. Yeah. Um, the reason I am changing it for the grudge match is because at that point, you've already established, hey, you're not, winning one of the big trophies. You're playing for fun here, you're playing against a fun opponent, here's a new fun element to that game. But for the people that actually playing for competitive trophies and things, still in that final round, um, there will be no Slurpiss yeah. or Chaz in those games.
1: I would say, and I'm not just saying this, I, I think it's probably you, you're doing it for your own, for what you think makes sense, but also for the people, it's like the the best of both worlds. You get some level of competitive consistency to not change things up for the people that are up for awards. And the rest, it's like, it's, yeah, it's six rounds. And I love the grudge match. It's a staple of Zler people. It's, it's the only tournament I've ever been to that lets you pick an opponent for the final round, for any round. But finally, you know, I've never seen that anywhere else. And I think that's an outstanding thing because it also helps you, not that you have to justify six rounds, but it makes it feel like that last one is like, all right, I mean, people are tired and it might be their old buddy they want to play against or whoever. But if you're kicking ass, then you should be over there on those tables focused on those games. The rest of the crowd will be over here having a fun time.
0: Yeah, it's, it's something that I definitely, I don't know why or when I introduced it, but I think it was a great idea and I really believe in it a lot. Um, and with, I think it works Because of six rounds, like uh, if it was less than that, then I think it kind of gets a little goofier or being able to split the crowd between who's playing competitively at that point, who's uh, going out on a good note. Uh, I've seen so many people have just a great game on that. And I've been on the other side of that. I mean, I've played in so many tournaments, you know, not every experience is wonderful, but I've played people where like your last game isn't that fun for whatever reason. And then you kind of go out on that not fun note, and it kind of affects like your whole view of the tournament when it shouldn't. It was just one game, but sometimes it does. But if I can help send you out on, hey, I'm doing everything I can to make sure this last game is as fun as possible for you.
1: I think that's then everyone can leave happy. That's a great way to look at it because you know your drive home should feel fun. You should feel excited and happy and leave, you know, having a good time. So I think that's a great idea. Best of both worlds there. Um, I would imagine too that. The size of this, I mean, you're going to have like 50 people there, so you, you have to have five rounds of quote unquote normal in order to to get rewarded with a grudge match round anyway. It's just it's not enough rounds to, to have separation at that many because you're going to get probably 50 people, right?
0: Uh, yeah, 50 to 60 ish, yeah, 50 is the goal, but yeah. yeah, that's great. Um, what else was I going to say? Four, four what rounds, else do I have
1: to share. So four rounds on the first day, two rounds on the second day, yes?
0: Yep. Yeah. So the first day is the four-round marathon. It's rough. Um, but the second day is all fun and games.
1: Yeah. I think it's great. I think um, first year Lurpy Bowl, is at a game store?
0: Yeah. It's never happened before. So this will be a first in that uh, aspect. And I kind of view this as a new era of Lurpee Bowl um, after the long break and coming back.
1: Isn't it nice to not have to worry about venue problems and issues at all? It's not even. Um,
0: It it really is. Yeah. And I still have some anxiety about it because, you know, things are out of your control. But um, talking to TJ there, this manager, he's a big fan of Blood Bowl. So, you know, he's willing to do something. I initially approached him. I was like, hey, I would love to do some one day tournaments here. I don't know if this is right for Slurpee Bowl because I'm going to ask too much of you. And he's like, well, ask and you know i told him all the different special treatment that i would need for it and he's like yeah we do that so i was like okay all
1: right <laughs> hopefully uh there's not a big magic release that release that day
0: <laughs> no so that in my initial date um they don't announce their stuff that far out but my initial date that i wanted it was like that might be you know that uh, they may choose that weekend and then that would be a problem so i kind of adjusted to hopefully miss it all
1: yeah i'm very excited for it i think it's great that zirby was back after uh, how long has it been since there's been a Slurpee Bowl?
0: I think it's eight years, maybe. It's been a while.
1: It's been a while. Is that right? Yeah. Insert state song here. <laughs> yeah. it, cause, but well, there will be... A, let's do the math. There'll be Hold a on. lot of... This is 13. Sorry, this is 13. Last one would have been 12, and you were consistent the whole way. And your first one, I believe, was oh f- four, oh five. Your first oh, one was oh five so let's go five six so really I believe it was I think the, the one I went to was three my first one and that was that was oh seven so it had to have been five well I mean maybe not so keep it's, talking but, through it all yeah okay all right, so let's do, let's pre- so we'll go five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 11 12 13 14 15 sixteen. So 2016 would have been Bowl 12. So it would have been, if 2016 was your last year, that would have been Bowl 12. And so now it's eight years.
0: Wow. You are correct. Okay. 2016 was the last one. Yeah.
1: Doesn't it feel like 2016 was like two years ago? (laughs) Right? Doesn't that? (laughs) 2016 is not eight years ago, but it was. Holy shit
0: but there'll be a lot of Zorpable people information. I plan on um, putting it out in small doses so that way I can keep this hype trend going for eight months. Um, but once we get the NAF approval, that's the next big step. Cause then I'll be feel better about sharing a lot of the rules and yeah. the team building stuff that people are really anxious about. And at, shortly after that point too, I can open up registration and start collecting money.
1: I think it's great. I think that um, you know, it's also very nice as a, and I'm speaking just selfishly here, that being used to Chaos Cup in the Midwest for so long, you know, last year was the first year I went to Florida. And it's awesome. They, Jim and his crew took it to the next level. Amazing. Not everyone that used to go to big Midwest tournaments are, is going to be able to go to that one. That's okay. I think this also helps to have a another big, not quite big, big, but, you know, big, relatively to most of them, tournament that we could go to that if we can't make it to the major, at least we can go to another big one in the Midwest.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, it's kind of a hole in the schedule that was left that I'm hoping to fill.
1: Yeah. I think slurpy um, Bowl is going to be back to its amazing and legendary status. And, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, it is several months away, but put it on your calendar. Don't miss it. Don't miss this one. You can miss the other ones, but do not miss this one.
0: Yeah. And if you're not on discord for any of those things, if you're on Facebook, uh, look up the event and mark yourself interested. So you can see all the stuff I share.
1: I love it well. Extreme. Thanks for, um, you've found a way to actually, uh, steal my thunder from wheel of fortune. You found a way to, 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 you've, you've bested me once again. You had a bigger story to close out the show than mine. And you know what? All I can say is congrats. Good work. Follow Zlurpcast online and everything that we do, from our merch store to our social media and Discord to all that kind of stuff at ZlurpNation.com. And check out the other episodes. If this is the first one, which is crazy, that you've listened to of us, check out the other ones. They're out there, too. Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get podcasts, that's where you can get this show. We've got um, a lot of tournaments coming up. we got Super Bowl at Adepticon a couple of months away. So get registered for that one if there's room. And Blood Bowl is looking pretty damn good as far as Lerp Gas is (laughs) concerned. We're glad to be back and glad to see you at all these tournaments.
0: Wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah. Well, there are parts of it I liked. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. Yeah, it was good. It I- was great.
1: It was wonderful. Whoa. Bravo. More. 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 More.
0: More. Thanks for listening. Stay connected to the show and get official merch at slurpnation.com.